Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to yet another episode of the 21st Century Sports Podcast. I am joined once again by, I'm joined with, I should say, not by, Gianni Tejada, my very good friend. Gianni, how are we doing on this fine Saturday afternoon? I'm doing pretty good, you know, just uh, watching some golf being played in Blaine today. So, you know. Okay. A little uh, at Hazleton. Oh, is it in Blaine? Hazleton's in Shasta, my bad. I can't. It's the 3M Open. I can't. I couldn't tell you what the what the course is, but. Gotcha, cool. gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, you're not watching the Olympics. Not going to watch uh, Team USA in the Olympics, huh, at all? Oh, I will for sure. 100%. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, no, I've watched a bunch of different uh, Olympic sports. I watched some water polo. Oh yeah, uh, this morning. Uh, long as the, it wasn't very exciting. I thought water polo was going to be a lot more fun, but it was not. Here's Definitely an underrated. Not. Want to hear an underrated Olympic sport that you need to check out? That? Handball. Handball. I'm good. Handball's lit, dude. Handball there's, is fire. There's a few that I'm interested in. Obviously, basketball. Yep. And, and I think one that is a is actually a really underrated Olympic sport is boxing. Boxing, yeah, boxing in the cool. Olympics is amazing. Yeah. And it, like, it really, it really gives a tell into like who's, who's coming up in the sport. Absolutely. And obviously rowing. You can't miss any rowing competition. Okay, you, you can laugh all you want. I, I watched some rowing this morning. That's rough. I watched some rowing this morning. Uh, <laughs> it's the Olympics. I missed the Olympics. I haven't seen them in a very long yeah. time. So um, they're back and, What's more importantly, it seems like uh, it wasn't too long ago that the NBA draft was uh, was just coming around the corner. We have the NBA draft coming up, and we'll talk some NBA draft in the next podcast, which will come out in a few days. Got a couple podcasts coming out in a short amount of time. Today, Gianni, we are not going to be doing that. Uh, it's been a couple days to, to sit, a little digest of game six of the 2021 NBA Finals, where the Milwaukee Bucks have won their second NBA championship in franchise history. Can Giannis. I just say something about that quick? Okay, okay, go ahead. I think did you you saw the shirts that they were wearing right after they won, right? Were they like white? That said like two times. It said ago? it said two-time champion. Yeah. Why? I don't understand that. Because they are two-time champions. They won 50 years ago. That's still a championship. And they're still like, I don't the war that didn't happen with the Warriors in 2015. Well, okay, and I mean like that's just, just the way they did it. It it rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I think you know it's because I you don't I want Milwaukee. Since to changed my opinion about the team. You don't like Milwaukee. No, I didn't. I have changed. I have drastically changed my opinion on the Bucks since our last podcast. Yeah, you were like fine with them winning, and now you're pissed. I was. I, I'm upset that the Bucks won. But you're happy that Giannis. That very yes, very happy. Good for Giannis. I mean. There's so many haters out there. I mean, me and you both know first experience that the hate for Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> is absolutely ridiculous. Uh-huh. It was absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not going to lie, as someone who always stand by, stood by Giannis through thick and through thin, I got to say that was just so exciting and fulfilling. And just I was so mm-hmm. proud that Giannis could get that done. And also good for good for Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, you're, you're not going to like you're not going to like that at all, but I don't care. Um you know, Bobby Portis, former Chicago Bull, Bobby Portis gets a championship. Former Timberwolf, Jeff T gets a championship. Um, I don't, that doesn't make me very happy. And we'll talk about this more. I will say this. This is the main thing I want to talk about. You're going to, I'm going to let you talk about the Suns a little bit. But for the Bucks, I just want to say that there's one thing that I'm going to get a little upset with. Hopefully the actual, the real NBA fans know this, but 
I just want to remind everyone that Mike Budenholzer is still not a good NBA coach. He is not a good coach in this league, I would say, whatsoever. Um, I don't know. He was making very, very good um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Adjustments. There it is. There you go. Is he that was a making hard word great adjustments in that series. He was. They, were, they got know. absolutely manhandled in the first two games. I'm just going to start seeing, like, Mike Budenholzer is now going to be, like, a top five coach in the NBA because he, he won a championship. And that's going to upset me. You well, know, he I, was. A, I, I think he was deserving to be up there at one point. I don't think he's up there. I, I, I'd maybe put him top ever? ten. Probably not. I don't think he was ever up there. Not even the first year that they were the one seed, like 2018? Not even wow. when he was not even when he was with the Hawks. Dude. I don't also, know. then back in 2018, I wasn't like too involved with NBA coaches as I am now. You know, all I know yeah. is that uh, Jim Boylan's an idiot. So uh, that, that's all I knew back then. So if Jim oh, Boylan was even, I, I think mean, he actually he was even a coach. It know. was no Jim Boylan only took over in 2019. So I think it was Fred Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg also an idiot. Um, but we'll move on. But uh, I don't know. I'm just going to see a lot of overation of mm-hmm. Mike Budenholzer. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to see a lot of that. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, After like, they won, I was thinking, like, I'm, I'm about to see a bunch of uh, Bucks fans on Twitter, like, making jokes, talking about, oh, now we have to keep Budenholzer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and that's just that's just what happens with the NBA playoffs. The only thing with the NBA playoffs that I really don't like is – Fans over hating and overrating players like like that, you know, it's just like a snap of the fingers, just that. Um, DeAndre Ayton, was, I'm not going to use the word exposed, but he didn't play well in the series, especially all. down the stretch in that game, games five and six. And I mean, he was a, a non-factor. I mean, seriously, a non-factor. Yeah. Uh, people were saying he's he, he's better defensively than Gobert. People were saying that he's better center all around than Cat. Uh, that that I I've been saying that yeah your your face is shocking but I you you seen some of the takes that I had to defend on on like different social media platforms TikTok people YouTube. were trying to say that DeAndre Ayton is a better defender than Rudy Gobert yes that's not okay not okay that, that can't okay. be allowed I still think DeAndre Ayton is the seventh best setter in the NBA that's I where be. I have him that's where I have him. Um, and we'll actually are also getting some player rankings, but first let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. Uh, disappointment for them because I don't think anyone saw them losing after the first two games, or anyone lo- see them losing four in a row. We'll say that after the first two games, like okay, Phoenix just yeah. took care of business to their home court. Just go back, you know. If Milwaukee can get one, they can get one. But just you, know, you got this in the bag, you know. Don't, don't let it go, and, and they let it go. You know, Booker did all he could, but some things a lot of different things happened that that led to Phoenix faltering. And one of which was very sad. And that's Chris Paul's play was not up to, up to, up to par. Not at all. Uh, I think he had one good game. Maybe in the series. It might've been, he might've, he played good in the game when, when Booker had 10 points. I think it was game three. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, and then other than that, he was like mediocre to kind of just there. Yeah, I don't. I kind of started seeing it in the Clippers series 
Yeah. Once it gets it gets down to the nitty gritty in the fourth quarter of these super close games, he kind of just does the same thing. It's just a high screen and roll, and then he curves into the mid range, and then like goes back to the other side of the paint. If you get what I'm saying, and then yep. takes a bad fadeaway mid range. Yeah. And I remember in one of those Clippers games, he did that like five to 10 times in a row and they might've scored on it like twice. Yeah. I don't. And Deandre Ayton is no help because he can't create for himself at all. Nope. So they, after the first two games, I, I told you, and I told a couple other people, we are seeing the Phoenix Suns team that we should have been seeing against the Clippers against the injured kind of worn down Clippers team. And then I don't know if it's Giannis being a coach or if Budenholzer <laughs> actually did a good job, but they made the necessary adjustments and won four straight. They did. They did do those things. And uh, I think we need to just have a, not a, just, just a moment of appreciation for one of the greatest finals performance of all time from Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, people were like hating Full on, he will never be a great a great enough player in the NBA. He'll never be up there. And now, looking with this, with his resume at 26, he has mm-hmm. the potential. I'm not saying he will, but he has the potential to end his career as a top 10, maybe even a top five player of all time. And I will make that statement. I I'd, put him that top, statement. I'd put him top 20, definitely, arguably top 15 right now. And he's already top five at his position. And he's 26. He's yeah. 26. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't you say he's he's three at his position, three or four? I could argue. I could argue three. Honestly. I could. I could argue three for sure. I think Duncan and Garnett have him. I oh. think that Dirk is close. I think Dirk might have him, but Giannis is right there, man. He and at 26. Not not. We don't need to get into this right now, but Dirk and and KG is also a debate. So. It is. Yeah, no, no, no. Power forward is one of the toughest positions to rank, I'd say, all time, for sure. Um, that, and, and, and then I'd say, you know, point guard. Well, yeah. point guard's pretty straight up. One and two, it's a bit of a debate. We'll get into that stuff uh, all throughout the offseason, though. Uh, we have, we both have the same opinion on that, so it's not really a debate at all. But um, I will say that what Giannis has been able to do at this young age and the fact that he's only going to get, like, more. He, I bet he gets another MVP. I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. I bet there, I think there's at least one more finals run in, in, in with this yeah. team. I don't know if they can win it. I, there's a lot of things that went their way, but like at the same time, you need luck to win an NBA championship. Yeah, you need it's, luck to win an NBA championship. I don't. I don't understand why. With all the with all the great players like LeBron, like Giannis, to an extent, people just act like if you get lucky, it just it means you don't deserve to win. Yeah, exactly. When every even every single year the Warriors won, they got extremely lucky. Mm-hmm. When the Raptors won, they were extremely lucky. When the Cavs then, won, Draymond missed a game. That's yeah, lucky. and I mean, and Andrew Bogut got injured. They you need you need luck to be on your side to win the finals every yep. year. Yep, absolutely, hundred percent. But that apparently that doesn't matter for stupid people in Twitter replies talking about Mickey Mouse rings. 
Well, yeah, I mean, those guys are just trolls, but like, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it, what I'll say for the future of the Eastern Conference with the Milwaukee Bucks is that it's, it's, it's the, it's the Bucks and the Nets. And to be honest, right now, there is not a third team there. It's the Bucks and the Nets. And the third best team, I'd argue, is probably Atlanta. I'd argue yeah. it's probably Atlanta. And I think Atlanta could make a run if, when they get more experience, maybe another couple of veterans on their team. Um, but even then, Atlanta had a lot of players who were playing well above, like, how they usually play. They were playing – they were overperforming heavily. But, you know, with the news that John Collins is a restricted free agent, they're going to want to keep him around, which is nice. Capella's a good fit for that team. Trey Young is – is it could possibly be an MVP someday? Could possibly mm-hmm. be an MVP someday, if I dare say. Um, and then, I mean, Philly's got their own issues. Uh, the Knicks have some issues. I think they're going to acquire a star, and then they could probably, I think they could make a run too. The Heat have some issues. Um, there's a lot of Eastern Conference teams that are just like not, not there. And they're no one, no one is on the level of Milwaukee and Brooklyn right now. Yeah. Nobody is. And Brooklyn doesn't have any depth. Like Brooklyn has no depth. They still don't have any depth. I don't think that matters. I really, I think really I, don't. clearly it does. Clearly it does because with Kyrie gone and, and then Harden was banked up, it was just Kevin oh. Durant doing everything he can, and the Nets couldn't get it done. I mean, he he was he, Kyrie, Durant was basically by himself in that series and brought him to seven. If even Literally. one of them is eighty percent, they. They win in six. I truly believe that. Maybe you. Well, that's a, that's all hypothetical at this point. Yeah, but like I, 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 uh, yeah. I I'm just saying what I think. And mm-hmm. next year, you know, hopefully they're they're fully healthy come playoff time. The Bucks weren't and, even fully healthy in the playoffs, by the way. Dante Divincenzo broke his leg. Oh, I think it was a broke, yeah, broken leg. Right. Dude, Dante he's good. Divincenzo. Get out of here. Okay, you know Got nothing, it. man. The guy that would have played eight minutes. He does not play eight game. minutes. He would have. That's not in, true at all. In the conference finals and the finals, he definitely is not passing 12 minutes a game. No 100% shot. he is. 100% he is. They played like seven players. Mm, I bet he gets more playing time than – he's He's probably their, their second guy off the bench behind Portis. He's over Bryn Forbes. Bryn Forbes didn't play. I'm just he saying he's like over seven, He played like six minutes. Okay, fine. But I think he plays a little more. Dante Vincenzo's right. good, man. Don't be hating on Dante. I'm not saying that. But come conference finals and finals, those that's why you need players to stay healthy. Yeah. Because they're playing upwards of 40 minutes a game. The best. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Every, like. So, I mean, I'm not going to take it away. They still. They, you know, they they won. So yeah, he probably. I don't see Dante Divincenzo having an impact big enough to make them lose. That's fair. <laughs> the only yeah. the only impact that he would make is he helps them win easier. Yeah, no, no, if he sense. plays, they aren't worse. That's all. You know, because that was more of just a message of like how the Bucks like they got through one scheme. Like no, they didn't. They had a guy who played for them that got hurt. So um, moving on though. Uh, but like I said, yeah, Milwaukee could really run the East. That Brooklyn could legitimately run the East. Um, but at the same time, though, all it takes is like one good season from Atlanta. Let's say if Atlanta presses really hard and gets like maybe at the. I've seen it where like it's not the strongest team gets the one seed, and then that two three matchup is like you just battle it out, and then it's easier for the one. 
which is why I thought Philly, if they got past Atlanta, could have won the, the Eastern Conference after what Milwaukee and, and Brooklyn had to go through. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more prediction stuff and next year stuff in the offseason. But right now, with the season over, season recap, me and Gianni are going to go through our top 10 players in the NBA right now. Um, might have more expanded lists to start next season. So this is not a list of like what the rankings are going into next season. Or, or, or at the end of next season, like right now, at the end of the season, who are the 10 best players in the NBA? Johnny, would you like to start us off? Well, give me an honorable mention. I think me and you have the same honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention, I mean, I you can have yours, but I want my honorable mention to be Jason Tatum. Okay. I mean, you just hate on this man way too much, man. Jason Tatum, I think, has a chance to be top 10 at some point next season or even after that. Um, but number 11 is easily Anthony Davis. Um, AD is still above Jason Tatum for me, and he's close. He's very close to top that's, 10. That's okay. That's that's not the same thing. Oh, number so, oh you're right. You're right. You're right. It's not the same thing. So he's number 11 for you, Anthony Davis? Yeah. Okay. But, but I'm fine. I'm going to say an honorable mention for me is, um, is Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine. Got it. Yeah, my honorable, honorable mention is Jaden McDaniels. That's awesome, dude. That's great. I love that. Um, number 10. Who's, who do you have a number 10? Uh, the process. I have Joel the process Embiid. as well. I have, I have I have Joel at ten. I saw a list that had Joel above um the NBA MVP, and I thought that was ridiculous. Um, Embiid coming off a great season with Philly was an MVP MVP candidate until he got hurt. Um, he's great for that team, and I think I think he has. I think that he might be a a four lifer. What do you think? Embiid. Yeah. I don't – I mean, he does seem like that kind of player, and it would not surprise me if the Sixers never tried to get rid of him. But who knows? You know, it never – never say never. But, yeah, yeah I could mistakes. definitely see that happening. I With could ben definitely gone, see that happening. I could see Embiid doing some as well. Who do you have at number nine? This one I think is going to come to quite a – as quite a shock to a lot of people. Okay. Luca. I also have Luka Doncic at number nine. Johnny, do me and you have the same top ten? We might, we quite possibly don't have the same top ten. I don't think we do. Potentially. But uh, Luka, yeah, I've seen a lot of people put Luka top five, which I don't think he's there yet. Luka still turns the ball over a bit too much for my liking. He still takes some dumb shots sometimes. Um, needs to be a little more efficient. But, I mean, we all know what he can be. He, he's, he's an MVP someday. Luka is – is, I will go on record and say Luka will, will win multiple MVPs at mm-hmm. some point in his career. You did you have any disagreements there? Not at all. Not at all. I'm gonna go with number eight. I'm gonna say my number eight. Go for it. My number eight is Damian Lillard. Uh oh. Do you not have a name at number eight? I do. You do. Okay. So our list are almost exa- are probably gonna be exactly the same. They're similar. I think the top five might be a little different, but we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um Dame showed once again that he's still Damian Lillard. He's still that dude from his uh six playoff games he had this year. Uh he needs some help. I think Dame, as a player, I think it'd be in his best interest to go and and play for someone new. But the problem is, I don't want Dame getting a bad rap with uh with the people. Uh, like, well, Dame had to go ring chasing. It's like, dude, get out yeah. of here, man. Like, let's 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 calm down a bit. Um, their organization haven't been able to put a solid group, uh, a championship winning caliber team. They were in a Western Conference Finals not too long ago, unfortunately. But you know, we'll see. We'll see with that one. Uh, number seven. Give me a number seven. The reigning defending NBA MVP, uh, Nikola Jokic. 
And this is where we have our first difference. Uh-oh. I have Jokic at six. Okay. Number seven, I have James Harden. Right. I have Harden. I'm assuming you have Harden at six? No. Oh, whoa, whoa. We got a timeout here. We're going to get into that in a minute. But let's talk Jokic for a second. MVP, one of the best seasons from a center I think we've seen in a long time with all-around mm-hmm. numbers. Very efficient. Um, doesn't really look like a guy who's going to jump out in the gym. But, man, he uh, is, is a heck of a talent. Um, I think that, like, you, I, I, you know, we, we've talked about it so many times in this podcast. I am so high on Denver next year. I think they're going to be an absolute stud of a team uh, with everyone. And Jokic is going to lead that. So I, with Jamal Murray, I think, I think the Nuggets make a really deep run. Uh, they do a lot better against Phoenix, unfortunately. But I think Jokic will be back for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, but number – oh, yeah, okay, so going to number six. Who's number six for you? You're not going to like it. I'm not gonna like it. Oh, it's a boy. man that goes by the name of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair. I mean, I don't know. That's that's a debate. Kawhi versus Harden is a debate. I'll I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit that. I have Harden at seven. I think that maybe it's just that he went to a team where there's two other superstars who are clearly fit better with that team that he does, and like the fans love them a lot more than they love Harden, but. Something about Harden didn't really impress me this year. I'm not quite sure what it is yet. His numbers are down, obviously. I don't think James Harden will never win another MVP. What are your thoughts on that? I Talking about how his numbers are down is a bit ridiculous. After he got traded, he started putting up triple-doubles left and right. He became the primary – he was – like, I, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but he was getting a whole lot of assists – he was dishing that ball a yeah. lot in the yeah, second half true. of the year. So compared to in 2019, obviously you're going to average less points. He averaged 10 less points, but he did average more rebounds and more assists, um, which is big. You're right. That, that, that's impressive. Uh, I think it was a bit too hard on Harden this year. I was just not really impressed. And obviously there's a reason for this is because he got hurt with the playoff performance. But I think Harden's a fine player. I don't, don't get me wrong. I just don't – I just – I'm more super impressed with Nikola Jokic this year. That's why I have Jokic ahead of Harden. Yeah. I, for me personally, the reason I put Harden above Kawhi is. You have Harden at, at five? Yeah. Okay. I put Harden above Kawhi <clears throat> just because they're both injured in the playoffs. So yeah. talking about, you know, being able to be healthy in the playoffs doesn't really come into effect. Sure. And we've seen what both of them can do. Yeah, And to have Harden, from what I saw, he went into that system with two other amazing, prolific scorers, some of the best ever, and took a step back after averaging upward, like above 28 for the past five years. He averaged 34 in like the past like three seasons. Yeah. So, and to take a step back from that and become just a disher and a good, like a superstar type role player i was very very impressed with what i saw from him. it's impressive for sure I, 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 for Kawhi's defense i'm just gonna say one of the best two ways in the nba um and he i mean me, you know we and you were never really, i mean i was i guess you were never really high on that clippers team you know and not many people were everyone saw them losing dallas they went down 2-0 against dallas came back went down 2-0 against utah came back you know and some of that was obviously Kawhi got hurt in that series but what they were able to do with uh with Kawhi coming back in that Dallas series where it looked like it was over. Like it looked like it was over the wraps. But Kawhi brought him back. Uh, still a great elite two-way player. 
Um, I hope he comes fully healthy back from that uh, from, from the injury. And, and hopefully, uh, we'll see. Not hopefully. Uh, it will, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens if he moves keys or not. Um, might stay in L.A. He might not. So Kawhi Leonard's a player to watch this offseason. He's at, at number five for me. Let's get into number four. What do you uh, number just four? really Hold on. Really oh, yeah, no, go for I it. just want to say James Harden is not a bad defender anymore. I just want to put I just want to put he's that not Kawhi Leonard, though. No, not, not even Leonard. close, but he's not yeah. bad. He's not bad. He's yeah, he's not terrible. That's all I wanted to say. Number four. What do you have number four, Gianni? You want me to say or do you sort of breaks my heart to put this man at four? I think we have the same person then. Is yours LeBron? Mine is LeBron James. Yeah. Mine is LeBron James, which don't get me wrong, LeBron's still LeBron, but with what these three players did ahead of him, yeah, can't be up there. He just can't be. I think LeBron's back next year. I think they make a deep playoff run. I think A. Disney's back, but there needs to be something else for, <laughs> in that. In, in that, <laughs> you're having a day, Disney. Oh, there yeah. needs to be. There needs to be something else in that organization to help them out. Yeah, um, well, Chris Paul will help him out a whole lot. I think he will. Obviously, he will. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of sounded sarcastic when you said that. I know you didn't mean it sarcastically. But no, I'm not. Say. I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but I'm not necessarily happy about it. Yeah, I know that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with with that whole. That's a whole other two. The NBA offseason is a wild time, folks. Uh, but I have brought it for top three. Who do you have number three, Gianni? I think we have the same one. We might. I've told you my number one and my number two and my number three. Who do you have at three? Just go ahead and say it. Durant. We do not have the same one. I'd be honest at three. Oh, wow. I'd be honest at three. Yeah. I know. I know. And people might be going going for the neck. Like Giannis put together one of the finals performance. And I love Giannis. I just think that I just think that Kevin Durant, what he did without the help, like we mentioned it, was uh was quite spectacular. And believe me, like these three are on their own tier, in my opinion. These are the S tier of the NBA. And Giannis is right there. Um, but I have Giannis at three and I have KD at two. I have KD at two. I got Steph at two. What the heck? You have Giannis at one. Wow. Okay. I, I mean, I we don't have the same one. I told you that I had Steph at one. Like, yeah. I have Steph at one. So your top three goes from three to one. KD, Steph, Giannis, right? Got it. And mine goes Giannis, KD, stuff. Yep. Damn. I mean, like they're all they're all right there. You know, they're all right there. And if you you were to tell me that, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. But I I mean, like the amount of the, the 180 that I did on Steph Curry this year was 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 honestly remarkable. I never expected myself to become a guy who would defend Steph Curry as the best player in the NBA. But I what he did last year with with literally nothing, like legitimately, absolutely nothing around him. Um, he gets clay back. I think that he wins MVP and I think they just torched him. Like he would have been MVP if they were a top five seed, right? A hundred percent. Uh, so we'll get into that. But I just, Giannis, Giannis at one for you. That the whole thing, but with, with Steph, I wholeheartedly believe that you, if you gave LeBron that team, they'd make the playoffs. I one, I fully believe that. And okay, LeBron but, had a better team in his first year in LA and didn't make the playoffs. He was hurt. He got hurt, yeah. He missed like 30 games. I want to see how many games he missed. He missed a lot of games. He missed a whole lot of games. Steph missed some games too this year, didn't he? Like 10, I think, something like that. He's out for like a month. LeBron played, he missed 
27 games. Yeah. He played 55 total that year. Curry this year played, yeah, he missed like 10. That's true. I, uh, I don't know. That's a close debate. I don't know. And don't get me wrong. Technically, the Warriors, technically the Warriors were a top eight seed this year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They should have beat the Lakers. They should have beat the freaking Grizzlies, dude. Yeah, that was that's, that was that's, cool. that's the bigger pain. But that, that Lakers Warriors game was awesome. Mm-hmm. The only reason Kawhi Kawhi Leonard isn't above LeBron James because that shot. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna wrap it up here. That's our top ten. Let us know if you have any disagreements. Follow me on Twitter at David Camp MIZ. Gianni, follow you as well at Gianni Tejada, even though you're not much of a Twitter person anymore. Nope. Uh, nope, not even. So just, I guess, at, at me if you have any complaints. Uh, Gianni, do you have any final words to share? And by the way, in a couple of days, we'll be dropping an NBA mock draft, which should be, which should be a lot of fun. So anything else, Gianni? Um. It, it kind of feels like I need to speak this into existence even harder right now, and I'm okay. going to continue to do it. So Ben Simmons to the Wolves, okay. and I'm going to I'm going to say it until he gets traded somewhere else. Okay. But it's not it's not looking good right now. But I'm going to I'm going to keep we'll my spirits up. Gallup I really Dwight. don't want Danilo Gallinari, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll get we'll get to that too. NBA offseason. It's a time to be alive. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a nice day.